Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met <laughs> Diamond Dallas Page. started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It was a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, hello, my friends. Welcome to another edition of GDP Radio Live right here at GDPRadio.com. It is Wednesday night. It is uh, a uh, a crazy day, uh, a lot of craziness going on in the world. So we appreciate you chunk, uh, taking a chunk of time to uh, kind of unwind and, and listen to the show and get your mind off of all the chaos uh, and on to just a different brand of chaos with uh, myself and Crystal and, of course, uh, I'm not even going to call him our guest. I'm going to call him our co-host tonight because this is basically his show that he's been kind enough to let me drive into a side of a building. Uh, So I'm going to (laughs) announce him as our co-host as usual. But uh, this guy has been here from the beginning. He's been here. He's the OG of DDPY. He's the uh, co-founder. He's a partner in the program. Uh, If you've seen him on that new Relentless DVD that just came out a couple days ago, the documentary, on Amazon Prime. He's been all over it, and I can't understate how important he is to the past, uh, the current, and the future of GDPY. Uh, the one, the only, the OG MC, Robert McLaren. How are you, man? Uh, I am hanging in there, man. How, 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 how have you two been? Uh, I uh, can't complain. You know, I guess uh, in 2020 and 2021, we're just we all just gotta just do what we gotta do to get by, and I'm happy to still be here. So that's that's well played. true. Yeah. Yeah. Just I'm... try try to not turn on the news. Yeah. yeah right. Exactly. <laughs> well, I I mostly gave up watching the news for the past couple of years because it was just it was too much and it was just too crazy. But today, with everything going on, I, I put it put it on for a while. And to tell you the truth, it's kind of hard to shift from that to this because it's just. The the uh, you you get to this point of a frenzy, and I realized why I had to shut off to begin with. <laughs> Too much. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, anarchy in the UK, the USA version. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, you know, it's it's scary and it's ugly, and there's been a lot of ugliness for the past few years. And uh, I'm just talking about my house, but uh, in the world uh, at large as well. But. Uh, I'm glad to have you. I'm glad to have cool friends and good friends to lean on in these times. And, you know, sometimes I was telling Robert, like, we all just get in our own worlds, and I wish we could reach out more, and I'm bad at reaching out to people. But uh, I want you you and all my friends know, too, that, you know, when it comes down to it, I'm here if you guys need me. I know it's been a really tough year. And, Crystal, I know you've had a rough year, too. And uh, it's good to know I got people in the trenches if, 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 if you need it. 
Yeah, I get in my own little bubble and I kind of stay there. So I, I'm bad about it too. Yeah, well, exactly. And and you know, I remember when when you kind of you know took off from the show for a little while. You, you were you were so crazy busy at the time, and there was so much going on. And apparently, nothing's changed because you're still <laughs> the cornerstone of the DDPY program. And you were telling me how crazy and busy things were today. So we appreciate you taking some time uh, out to talk to us, and uh, I'm excited to catch up. Um, but first things first, I want to bring up that DVD because I was watching it and I was like, oh, cool, it's Robert. He's all over this thing. And I've known the story of DDPY for a while. You know, I've gone over it a million times. I've talked to you about it. I've talked to Paige. But it was a really mm-hmm. interesting look at the beginning of the program and how crazy things were and how uh, not certain things were at a time. And, and reading those stories about you driving, you know, pallets of – DDPY gear in the the, uh, the garage and selling the first initial run of uh, stuff. It was a really fascinating look into what could and could not have possibly happened with this company. Uh, what did you think about Nathan's uh, directorial uh, debut there and and how you were portrayed, how the company was portrayed? I th- I thought he did an amazing job. Um, the I saw a uh, Dallas did a Facebook Live a couple of days ago, and he talked about how you know he, he it was on the shelf because I I filmed that about a year and a half two years ago, um, but he said it was on the shelf and it was you know it was done for like six months and then the the AEW stuff happened when he he went back into the ring, and I thought that was just a perfect way to end it. I I, I can't take anything away from from the job that Nathan did. It's incredible. Wow. We haven't seen it yet here. It's not out yet, so we can't watch it on Amazon yet because it's not out yet. But, yeah, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I, I, it was really cool for me to see this. You remind, you remind me of where we've come from as a company, uh, some of the uh, the crazy stories that, that, you know, not all of them got in there, but there's definitely some crazy stories about how things unfolded. So for people who don't really know who Dallas is, what will they get from this, do you think? I think they'll get that he is, you know, as exactly what the title says, he's relentless. Uh, you know, he's like a dog with a bone. He Once he gets an idea in his head and he believes in it, he in, in, envelops himself in that and just keeps yeah. it going until it, the, 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 the wheels fall off. Right. <laughs> no, that's that's for sure. Uh, you know, Robert, I, I know, you know, you've, you've been working with these guys for a while. You worked for Chris Canyon. You did his awesome book and made sure that saw that, that light of day. You, uh, you know, you've been around a while. And sometimes, you know, people will come up to you and say, oh, you're so lucky. You've got this job. you got this job. But, you know, we, we worked in places where no matter how cool the job, eventually it becomes a job. And day-to-day grind, and you know, you take for granted. Was looking back and seeing all that stuff and seeing how far it came and, uh, just all this hard work that eventually paid off did it kind of um, give you a little sense of, uh, you know, pride, a little sense of looking back nostalgically and saying, wow, we, we really got this got this done, you know, a different perspective on it. Yeah, and it was, it was kind of crazy because we really beat the odds in a lot of ways. Um, as you know, from watching it, that was like the last shot. We were going to either do it or fail, and, and – if it failed, you know, Dallas was going to be out of his nest egg and I was going to be unemployed. So um, 
it was it was crazy that we did it in the first place. So it was even cooler when you know everything just kind of came together and we had to to figure out how to, to run a business, you know, on the fly. You know, sometimes it's it's not the easiest way to do things, but it's the trial by fire thing. Also, uh, I think um, there's something to be said for that. Nothing really great can come without a gamble. And, you know, who would have noticed what had happened if you guys uh, hadn't gone through all that stuff and you probably greater appreciation for it. Um, but, you know, it's it was inspiring to see, and it was great to see you on there. And I know, I know how hard you work. You know, you'd be coming on this show every night, and you'd be juggling running the board, you know, fielding calls from Dallas and Steve and all these people. You're doing 14 things while you're literally talking on the radio. So it was cool to see that uh, a lot of people got appreciation for, for what you do here because, you know, you're you're kind of quiet. You're not one of those guys who puts himself out there. So, you know, you're never complaining. You're never really kind of bolstering about all this stuff. But it was kind of cool to see you guys to get a little bit of a rub and appreciation for how hard you work because I've seen it uh, behind the scenes for years. So, uh, congratulations yeah. on that. That was a cool project. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I appreciate that. It, yeah, it was very cool to, to I mean, I, I, I literally, I drove down to Atlanta and I was there for about a day and a half and then I drove back. Um, and it was a very short trip. I will probably never do it again. If I, if I go back, it's going to be, you know, stay a couple of days because it's a brutal drive. Um, but it, it was, it was, it was really cool to, to be allowed to be a part of that. It really was. So when you think about this project, Robert, when you look back at everything that you've done and gone through, um, is there anything that you would change in hindsight? Well, I would like to, to, to be in control of, of, of how and when the video went viral. I think that was the biggest roadblock that we had. Yeah. Uh, because we, you know, you, you know this, Mike, you don't know this, Crystal, from, from you know, not being able to see the uh, the movie yet. But when that went viral, every all of our stuff was was in transit. So we we had sold out of DVDs before we even got the DVDs. Uh, and then, it, if you know anything about about uh, getting DVDs uh, pressed, it, it usually it takes a few months to get any kind of uh, you know large amount of them. So we were pretty much screwed and it was went from excitement to oh my god what do we do now right uh, so to be able to plan that you know if, if that is something you could actually plan that that you know if we could go back i, I would like to structure that a little bit differently <laughs> you know i i remember when that video that arthur video initially hit uh gdp uh I, he had just done like a radio show that i was doing for terrestrial radio and we were in contact and, and he goes Hey Mikey, check this out. We're about to launch the relaunch the new uh, Arthur video, and he sends me, and I'm like, I think I was like view number four on the YouTube. It was in the single digits, and then I checked in like two days later, and there's a million people watching that thing, and it was it was such an incredible time, and it was such an amazing time, oh. you know, to be around that. Um, and I remember looking at the updates, you know, via the YouTube and Facebook of you guys in that hot garage in Florida, just stuff in envelopes and it was it was incredible and to see that yeah all these years later yeah we actually had uh we had two different there were two different warehouses that we used the first one was just a big ass warehouse and um we brought in 
some friends of mine to, 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 to you know, they needed the job, so we, we brought them in, and we actually brought in Dallas's mom, Sylvia, for a couple of days, and she was stuffing envelopes. Um, but that thing was, there was no air conditioning, you know, and, and it was it was pretty hot. But we So we moved to our second warehouse, which had air conditioning, which was a lot nicer. But, yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. We actually had uh, Ray Lloyd in there stuffing envelopes one day. I love him. He's such a wow. good guy. Yeah, he's oh, he, he's amazing. Oh man, I, 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 we talked about this when you came on for the reunion show. But you know, one of the greatest honors that I've had in in any kind of radio is uh, the weekend that Dusty Rhodes passed away. I I didn't realize how close Ray and Dusty were, and I said to you, mm-hmm. uh, and I kind of feel bad about it now, knowing how close they were. I said, hey, you think we could maybe grab Ray Lloyd to talk about Dusty? You know, he had just passed. He's a he's a wrestler. I thought that would be a good like, and not realizing how close they were, and he called literally on the way home from Dusty's funeral, and I found out how oh. much Dusty and him were, you know, the relationship, and it was such an honor that he took the time to talk to us about Dusty during that time, and him he was driving back with um, uh, can't think of his name, the coach, uh, uh, uh I can't think of his name, Coach Western. Yeah, that's I think that's what yeah. But, uh, you know, you set that up for me, and it was such a powerful episode of the show, and it's an amazing memory. And uh, I remember being taken aback how how eloquently he put his relationship and talked, and he's such a great guy and such a great member of this community. Uh, he, yeah, I liked Ray a lot. Yeah, and then uh, the Luther Biggs is, was Coach uh, Buzz Stern's real name. Uh, he is a fantastic right. guy. He's um, – and the uh, – if you go to – let me see if I can remember them. The, uh, if you go to the replaceablesmovie.com, you can actually see Dal- or Dallas. Ray put together a uh, a movie of, of it's basically um, – wrest- the original idea was wrestlers versus aliens, and it, it, it's Ray and uh, um, Ernest the Cat Miller – uh, Larry Larry Zbysko is in there. Uh, Fatu. Uh, mm-hmm. God. Yeah, Ernest the Cat Miller. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, but it's it's I it was filmed here in Sanford, so I got, I got to go down and, and visit the set and everything and, and meet all the guys. Oh, nice. And uh, it was very very cool. And it, it should be uh, COVID. It, it would have been released by now, but COVID screwed everything up. So that's going to be. I mean, right. uh, Dallas was Dallas is in the movie. Um, it it was so cool to Ray literally worked on that for about three or four years before it actually came time to get it uh, filmed. Oh wow! Wow, wow. that's you know I, I'm, that's that's really cool. And I know that he was working down at uh, around Full Sail and stuff. It's a big shooting community around there, filming and stuff. Uh, and yeah, yeah he, he looks better pumped. today than. Oh, sorry, man. No, 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 I was going to interrupt you. That's okay. No, I was just saying, he uh, looks in were... phenomenal shape, too. He looks like he could pass <laughs> as a, as a, as a, an extreme athlete today as much as he did back in the 90s. Yeah, and, you know, and he's such a trooper. And I, I, I was watching them film this scene where, and uh, uh, he, he's in great shape, but his hip needs to be replaced. It, it's, you know, from all the wear and tear of, uh, you know, the, all the chronic kicks and, all, all those kind of things. Um, I was watching him film this scene, and and, and he was 
running down the street, and he would crouch behind a car, and then he'd stand up with this this uh, uh, lady that was with him. She was uh, playing a police officer, and then he, they would run off off camera, and that was basically the scene. And he, you could see walking to the seat, uh, the the set and uh, walking away from the set that, that he was in a lot of pain and he was limping. But he, when the camera started rolling, no limp, just doing the scene over. He they did it like 13 times, uh, and it was just so cool to watch to, to, to the, the the professionalism of of him. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, that, that... The, the physicality and having to shoot it over and over again, you know, people don't realize how many takes those, those take. And when you're hurting, that's, it's a lot to kind of suppress that kind of pain, you know, for, for one of the boys or one of the wrestlers. And, and he's just that he's a pro and he's mm-hmm. such a great person to talk to. I had a few chance times to sit down and have drinks with him or dinner at uh, some conventions here in Charlotte. And we talked about you and, you know, he talked about how awesome you were. And I, I tried to dissuade him into thinking that. But um, <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> but he didn't learn, you know. <laughs> but no, you he when you talk to him, you know, when you've been in the business a long time, you get jaded and you kind of get like uh, just picking up a paycheck kind of thing. But he was so motivated to do stuff, and I remember talking to him, and he was so passionate about so many different things he wanted to do, and that's inspiring to see somebody who's been around and been successful to have that kind of like you know get up and go attitude. If I want to get some stuff done. Yeah, and that guy that 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 he is when he's on the radio, and, and you know that he is—that's who he is in person. And you you know that Mike that he is a very positive kind of guy, and he's just—I mean, you know—he's he, a pleasure to be around. Absolutely. So yeah, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Crystal. Were you saying something? Sorry about that. No, no, not at all. Go ahead. I lost my train of thought. So. <laughs> Oh, no, um, what I was going to say, you know, Robert, I, you know, we've been around a while. We had that, you know, trip to Mexico. Katie thinks the world of you. She keeps saying we got to hook up one of these days when all this is over. And, and uh, you know, uh, we got to know each other. And I know that um, I loved you from the beginning, but you didn't love me at the beginning. I was loud and obnoxious, and I've only gotten worse <laughs> since then. But that being said, yeah. we connected <laughs> – we connected uh, uh, at the uh, DDPY retreat for the first time and had uh, so much fun doing that. I remember the first couple of years we went, um, that was such a blast. And I know COVID's put uh, a lot of stuff in the way of, uh, you know, anything else right now. But uh, I can't wait to get to see you again, man. I can't wait to, you know, maybe uh, get down to the DDPY Performance Center at some point. But we've had a, a lot of fun. And I remember, you know, when we were doing the show every week and we had Crystal and, you know, Hayden for a while and then, uh, mm-hmm. Stacy and, and DDP and for some reason when I took over the ratings took a little dip but I think Crystal's the draw yeah, I, here I can't uh, imagine why yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> see what I need to do is I need to like start a Patreon and have people pay me to not be on the air <laughs> boy that, that's a money maker right there <laughs> uh, but you know with with all this stuff you've also got a lot of like you, you help out a lot of people and you do all kinds of projects you've done those uh, books with Stacy uh we mentioned the uh Chris uh, Canyon uh book that yeah. you were pretty much responsible for for getting out there and getting to uh press after Chris passed away and you were such a good friend to him and still one of his biggest advocates you you never tire of talking about Chris and your friendship and what he meant to you and uh, I think that's really commendable. You're on obviously a very loyal guy, and and it's so cool to hear your Chris uh, Canyon stories and uh, talking about that that stuff. 
Yeah, oh, I got I got so many stories back about about Chris. And there's a lot of uh, not so good stories with him, but but he you know that's just because he struggled so much. You know, he went through he went through hell. Um, but yeah, I miss I miss him uh, greatly. You know, that's that's the important part too. Is you know, real friendships aren't lined with all great stories. They're lined with shit True. stories. They're lined with bad times and hard times and. You know, you're a, you're a loyal friend, and, and it's always cool to hear. And I, I see those designs. You sent me those Mortis T-shirts back in the day. You showed me the designs oh, yeah. of those and all the stuff that you do, you know, to keep his memory alive. And, and I know I've said this to you before, but it's so frustrating because how much of a talent he was and how much of a place there would be in modern wrestling, especially with AEW and the Performance Center, that guy was so, uh, you know, built for this. And it's so frustrating that he's not around anymore. And I'm sure that's – even more, ten times more frustrating than for you. Yeah, and and again, when I went to the, the movie set, and I was I was talking to to Luther, and he is, um, he was super tight with Chris, uh, and every time I see him, we end up talking of, about uh, something about Chris, and he's he echoes exactly what you were just saying. He's like he would he would be flourishing in today's business. As you know, it, it, he would be doing so much better if he could have just you know held on and, and gotten through what, what he was dealing with. Wow, absolutely. So, um, yeah, and, you know. Oh, sorry, Crystal. No, no, it's okay. Go ahead. No, I, I was. I'm. I'm just. I was a little delay. And see, Robert, nothing changes. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was just going to say, I don't really know a whole lot about Chris, but I do know that he was incredibly talented. So, you know, the world certainly misses him, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, he was a great guy. I mean, he, uh, a friend of his, um, my favorite quote about him was from a friend of his, uh, and he said that he would uh, give you the shirt off the back and then off his back and then thank you for the opportunity to do it. Oh, that's awesome. No, that, that's, that's that is, awesome. That's really cool. That's a great quote. You know, in yeah, a, he Go ahead. Oh, oh sorry, man. I'm just saying, no, <laughs> it was really cool. And he was pretty much the reason that you started working for, for DDP too, right? No, he was the reason. Um, <laughs> uh, it, 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 I, at the time, I was doing a... You know what is it? Pro wrestling tees. I was basically doing a version of that, but this goes back about 15 years ago, and uh, I tried to get uh, Dallas in on it. And so I, I I asked Chris if if he was like, hey, you know, can you get DDP to to you know to let me do his t-shirts? And uh, he made the connection, and and Dallas is like, first things first. I don't. I I got on the phone with him, and he's like, first things first. I I don't want any t-shirts. Uh, it just so happened that his his uh, web designer was leaving because he was too busy to, to help him anymore. So I just happened to be in the right place at the right time. Wow. Yeah, that's that's crazy. And you know how it all you know came together like that. Now, do you uh, blame Chris for that, or you're or are you grateful? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, you know, as I like to, we, we always like to rib each other and give each other shit, but one thing I can't give you shit about or deny the fact that you're a talented son of a bitch. <laughs> you know, you've got, 
and you know, I go on your art page. I'm I don't follow yep. anybody on Instagram. I have zero followers. I have zero friends. It's basically just to creep other people's pages because I don't want to get involved <laughs> with another social media. But you've got that art page of your of yours, and you've done you know the pet art. And I know a lot of people who've ordered uh, pet art from you, and you're a talented son of a bitch. And uh, it pains me oh, to say it, you. but. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you're really good at what you do. And you seem to have really kind of, uh, you know, done a lot more of it in the past couple of years. Uh, you, you finding yeah. that, uh, you digging doing that stuff? Yeah. I mean, it, and it, it's kind of, you know, I, I, there's something about doing pet portraits. I, I, I was asked to do one and I just kind of started with one or two and it kind of grew from there where, where people, you know, if their their pet passes or whatever, they they come to me and and you know to 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 get them painted, which you know I it it's 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 weird kind of you know, but I mean I I love doing it and it's 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 an honor that somebody would 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 ask for something like that, but it's yeah I've been doing more of it. I just I just did one for a friend of mine, um, in the middle of last month. And I'm getting ready to do another one here uh, sometime this week or next week. Do you find that COVID has given you the time to do um, more artwork? Or are you just so chronically busy that, you know, it's hard to do even now? I'm pretty much just as busy now as as I always have been. But COVID kind of gave me the opportunity to, to... focus on my art a little bit more just for, for to, to maintain my sanity. Right. Um, so it, it, it's been, it's been kind of important to me to, to, to keep doing it. And, and, you know, I did, I, I bought some little 12 by 12 panels and I did four, four paintings in the last week. Wow. Um, it just, it really helps me like, you know, it, it's kind of like a form of meditation and, and it kind of, it, it helps me just calm myself down and, and center myself. Um, are you in lockdown, Robert? No, we a little bit. We have to when yeah. we go out. We have to wear masks, and uh, yep. like a lot of the, the places you 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 go to are you know you, you, you like stick and shake. You still can't go in there, uh, but most restaurants are open with like I think it's like fifty percent capacity. Um, so we have like lockdown light compared to other places. Like I know that that uh, the UK is getting ready to go back into full lockdown right now. Yeah. Yep. Well, I you know, it's I love what you do and it's incredible, but I do have to take a little bit of issue. Um that portrait that you sent me of Katie's pet Mike, that wasn't me. That was a bulldog walking backwards and I don't appreciate the inference. <laughs> <laughs> I reminds me of when I used to do the uh the uh, the photoshops and and you as as Paul Blart Mall Cop was was hands down oh my, my favorite. Oh my god. That's oh so my god. Awesome. We, we were flipping through the channels a couple weeks ago and Paul Blart 2 came on TV and Katie literally she said <laughs> remember when we brought that up when Robert put you on there. This is Paul Blart. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, you know, we I don't know what episode we're on, but we recently celebrated the 400th episode of DDP Radio uh since we started. Oh, wow. 
it's crazy to think, you know, when you and Dallas started this and there was a couple other people, you know, on those first few episodes, like you were a few weeks ahead of the Joe Rogan experience and Mark Marin and stuff. And not to say it was on like that scale of like a giant show, but you know, it started small, but you guys were ahead of the curve with internet radio and where it was going. And now everybody's got a podcast, but to think back, this is over 10 years old, this show. And it's incredible to think of like how many, people have rolled through here and how many guests we've had. And, you know, you guys kind of saw the writing on the wall with that internet radio and where it was going. Well, that was, that was, you know, I give Dallas all credit for that. He is very good at, at, you know, he was, depending on who you ask, he was either the first or the second wrestler to, to have his own website. Um, The other, the other person would be Shane Helms. And if you ask Shane Helms, he was first, but if you ask Dallas, he was first. Um, (laughs) <laughs> but he's always been very good at being ahead of the curve. I mean, cause just like the DDP Yoga app, um, he recognized that's where everything was going, and he was right. Um, it's it's we, we that is you know makes our DVD sales look puny in comparison. So I, I definitely give uh, DDP Radio credit for Dallas. He kind of pulled me along, kicking and screaming. That's <laughs> uh, kind of the way he is. Like, I don't know how many, you know, uh, times you've been, you know, on the show or getting ready to go on the show and you'd get a phone call or a text from DDP and I'd hear you. You're like, uh, okay, I don't know. I'll figure it out. Like, that's like the line you'd, you'd, you'd always, I'd always hear you say. And it reminds me of like a, a Bill Burr uh, bit when he talks about Steve Jobs. And he's like, Steve Jobs, like all he did was saying, like, I like to get all my music on this little thing on the size of a cassette tape, make it happen. And all the engineers are like, okay, how do we do this? You're the engineers in the situation. Because DDP comes up with these incredible ideas. Like he does. I call them 2 a.m. ideas because at 2 a.m. I've decided that I want to invent time travel and I've got this plan to do it. And then I wake up in the morning and I'm like, I can't time travel. Like DDP comes up with those ideas and then throws them out and then makes them happen with people like you, you know, kind of helping take the reins and figuring out the logistics. But it really is awesome because he's got, you know, he'll call you at all times of the night and the day and stuff to make stuff happen. And you just find a way to get them done. And both of you guys, it's, it's incredible to see these kind of 2 a.m. ideas that all end up coming to fruition. Yeah. Yeah. He's so, I mean, uh, I mean, there are, you know, I'm, I'm sure there, there's gotta be a couple ideas here in there that have fallen to the wayside, but for the most part, I mean, he, he's very uh, good at focusing in, on the, the right things at the right time. And if it's not the right time, he'll just keep pushing until it is. And, you know, it'll happen. So now that we've been around for like, oh God, ever, um, when you think back at your experience of, you know, starting this from the very grassroots, do you have a favorite memory? I know that's a really hard thing, but do you, does anything come to mind that stands out automatically that was wow? I think some of the guests that we had that Dallas was able to pull in because when we had Chris Jericho, we had um, I'm drawing a blank here. I know we, we you know we had uh, didn't we have Steve Austin at one time? Yep, Zach Ryder was on yeah. there while he was on a yeah. contract, and yeah, yeah. Ta- Taz was on there. Taz was and Taz was funny. He was I expected him to be just gruff, but you know, he was funny. The Jake um, the Snake episodes. <laughs> oh, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> those will forever live in infamy. <laughs> um, 
I think, you know, that was... Oh, my God. Yeah, I remember... Oh, my God. Yeah, we we sat there (laughs) and... um, you can hear Jake put the phone down and kind of like do his own thing. He's having a conversation. He's having a party somewhere while he's supposed to be the guy, the host. And I guess he just got bored and he said, eh, well, I'll just put this down and come back to it later. <laughs> that was interesting. <laughs> so I, I, I think it was really all the guests that we had, all, all the cool people that we've talked to. I mean, even, you know, uh, the, the the regulars that we had like Travis and, and we had so many different uh, uh, regulars that, that that we're calling almost on a on a, a weekly basis. Uh, so it, 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 it's hard to believe it's been ten years. Right? Yeah, it's crazy. You know, and and you guys are experience uh, you know a, a ton of stuff off the radio too. You've been to a lot of uh, you know amazing moments throughout the DDPY. I remember you. Uh, telling us about the uh, DDP's birthday party at WrestleMania at the House of Blues and Ric Flair's there mm-hmm. and, you know, all that cool stuff. And, you know, sometimes, as we talked about a little bit earlier, sometimes when you live this life and, you know, things are, you know, it's a job and it really is. People think that, you know, everyone's just screwing around all day, but everyone's working really hard and it's a, it's a job. But, you know, you pull yourself back from it a little bit and you realize all these amazing opportunities and, and experiences you've had from it. And, you know, you've got to, feel nostalgic and you got to take some time to really appreciate that too um as a as a uh, not paid you know webmaster back in 2009 or 10 or whatever you know looking how far you've come through all this you know you got to be proud of yourself because there's a lot of hard work went into this stuff i that's one of the things that i don't really do is give myself a lot of credit it's just kind of you know i don't want to be that guy who's who's you know kiss my own ass um you know, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, it's just kind of, you know, how I am. Um, but it is, when I tell people what, you know, you know, especially wrestling fans, when I tell wrestling fans what I do, it, 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 I love the reaction that I get. You know, I get to show them the, the different pictures of, of, you know, like we had on the the, 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 the Relentless movie, uh, you know, they had pictures with me with, with, with uh, RVD and, uh, you know the big show and all, all these other people that I, that I've been lucky enough to meet. It, it's it's pretty crazy, but I don't stop and think about it much. But when I do, it it kind of blows my mind a little bit. So I have a weird question: Do you ever come across people like friends that you have, and they are crazy fans? What do you tell them? Uh, it really depends. Uh, um, you, you know, I usually will tell tell them you know cause my 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 neighbor actually is uh, her son uh, used to wrestle and he 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 actually met DDP a, a couple of different times so him you know we'll we'll like it's like talking shop when right. uh, with him uh, for other people you know I'll, I'll usually I'll tell somebody what I do and they they usually start quizzing me well what what kind of guy is DDP what you know I, right? I, remember I had this yeah <laughs> I usually start with you know like 30 questions okay well if you really know Dallas what was what was his birth name and you know, <laughs> like bizarre questions of, of are you really are you really telling me the truth kind of stuff that's so funny remember remember when, remember when DDP was in the Beatles and, and, and he sang that <laughs> song with him? that was awesome <laughs> uh, well, you 
know, yeah, it's crazy to think we've been through this and we've been through all the, uh, you know, we had the reunion last year with Sparky, who was awesome to catch up with again and, and, and Stacy oh, yeah. and yourself and, you know, a lot of people that came through here, uh, the many different, uh, inclinations, uh, you know, uh, versions of this show along the way. And, and, you know, we had DDP come back recently and, and, and chat with us. So he still gets back here every once in a while, even though his Wednesday nights are probably a little busier now with AEW and stuff and, and his resurgence and, in you know everything pop culture and stuff but it's really cool to think that the show is still going and it's you know when i'm done and crystal's done i'm sure we're going to hand it off to somebody who can take care of it and uh it's it's a great show because when i talked to ddp about it's like a few years ago i said well we could do some stuff and we can get some segments and have some big time guests and do some stuff and he's like i love it but this is the community show he wants this to be for the people, for the community yeah. and the people who use DDPY. If you use DDPY, there's a place for the show. And I love that this show exists. And I love all the roles of everyone we've had on this show. You know, I've never been an athlete, I, you know, an extreme fit athlete. I don't know if you could ever realize that, but it's actually true. But I represent somebody <laughs> who listens to this show who's never been, you know, the six pack dab kind of guy. Every one of us on the show kind of played a different part and we are not all the same. We weren't like the fitness models or fitness experts. Everybody had a, a place themselves and people related to the different versions of people on here. And I love that this yeah. is a community centric show. It's a place where people can call and ask questions and not feel stupid. Cause there's probably 20 people asking the same question, but mm-hmm. I think it's cool that through it all, we've kept that, uh, that base that, this is for the community. This is for the people who listen, the people who do the workouts. Uh, that's the core of Joe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it started out a little differently because we did have, I mean, we had, you know, RVD was on a lot when we first started. Um, and we had, we've had a lot of wrestling um, guests, but, for the most, I would say ninety nine percent of it has been about the, uh, the the community. But even the wrestling guests were people who were doing DDPY, and that's what was important. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, RVD never did. I mean, but the reason the reason why we had RVD on the show was because Dallas was doing his show at, at pretty much around the same time, and RVD is the guy who smartened Dallas up to. Um, Blog Talk Radio. Oh. Uh, so he was he was kind of one of the guys who got the ball rolling as to, as to the, that, that started this whole thing. Yeah, I, I, I didn't realize that. I I still remember. Do you remember when uh, the DDP TV that you guys were doing, you know, putting together every week? There was this one video that I always loved, and you got DDP went to the MMA gym to try to pull uh, RVD through a DDPY workout. And RVD is one of those guys that's doing splits on, on chairs and doing all this stuff. But, you know, if you're not, I always say this, you know, they say anyone can do DDPY and there's certain people that are in tip top shape that aren't used to doing this kind of workout and they could be outperformed by a 400 pound guy that's been doing this for a year. And it was one of those yeah. situations that RVD went into it cocky and, and, and kind of fold himself in that video, DDP pulled him through. I don't know if it was his first workout or if he ever did one ever again, but it was so funny seeing a guy with that kind of athleticism get so blown up because he wasn't used to doing this particular workout. Yeah, yeah, and there was actually, I can't, cannot remember the guy's name, but there was actually one of the big 
MMA guys. This goes back probably five or six years. Probably, actually, probably more than that. Maybe maybe ten. Uh, like think of like a Chuck Liddell. Uh, it wasn't Chuck Liddell, but I can't remember the guy's name. But he Dallas went to him and and he wanted. He's like, okay, yeah, I'll work out with you, whatever. So, so Dallas goes and he gives him the his A plus tough workout, and he he was like, I never want to do that again. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah, awesome. that's it's it's. I always found that funny, and you know, Chris Jericho does the workout. You know, he he did the workout for a while, and and when in Mexico, when Jericho came to the event in Mexico, he self he admittedly said that you know he hadn't he'd been on the road with Fozzie, he hadn't been like super strict on working out because of schedule and stuff. And I remember Big Red, you know, uh, um, uh, I'm drawing a blank, uh, Big Red. Uh, too crazy. I can't see. Uh, Jason Richards. Yeah, sorry. yeah, I know. He, yeah. he always would come to these workouts. He, he he came every year. And, you know, he's a he's a bigger guy. And, you know, he's been doing this program forever. And I remember he got right in the front, uh, front row. And Chris Jericho, who's this television athlete, is right next to him. And because Jason Richards has been doing this workout for so long, he's step in step doing the same workout as hard and as, as legitimately as this athlete on TV. Wow. And with the whole anyone can do it mentality, it's amazing to look into the audience of, of one of those big workshops and see literally every kind of body type and every age represented. It's one of oh, the yeah. only places where someone like that could work out next to an extreme athlete and be on pace. Yeah, I remember the, the last time I worked out at the PC, uh, next to me there was a lady who she, she can't really get on her – knees and she's got a chair that she's using and she's modifying everything but she's she's moving right along with everybody else that's amazing yeah, it's it's a pretty awesome uh crystal do you i sorry i didn't mean to interrupt no no i was just gonna say you know it, it's been amazing to sit back and watch just how this has all taken on a life of its own. Do you remember, you know, all the wrestlers, you hear the stories around here that, you know, I wouldn't get be caught dead doing yoga or whatever. It's amazing now how many people are doing DDPY. It's incredible. Yeah. And it just keeps growing. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I remember, sorry, Mike, I remember when I went to Georgia that, you know, everybody, was getting ready to work out and in walks Drew McIntyre and everybody's freaking out. And I'm just kind of standing there going, Hey, you know, it's just, he, you know, he's there for workout, you know, and it's funny. It's funny just how, you know, so many people have come into the fold, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, Dustin Rose was, was, was at the, uh, the, uh, retreat one year too. You, you were there that, that year. Weren't you, Mike? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> I. Uh, yeah, I remember. I took a bump into the, into the swimming pool. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I, I do. I, I'm sure you still have the uh, the the welts from that. <laughs> no, not that, that. That was the chop shop. That was that was the one of the things. But before, uh, I think it was DDP or Steve U or somebody would got me to do my Chris Farley uh, uh, oh, impression okay. and kind of. Oh no, it was uh, Dallas or somebody wanted to show Dallas. So they're like on the download, just start doing it, and nobody like pay attention, like nobody. So I started going into the Chris Farley impression that I did, and I had all my clothes ready because we were doing that nice dinner that we did every year. 
uh, right after the the drinks, and I'm kind of dressed nice, you know, trying to hard. I did the Chris Farley thing, and then I, in the last second, for the for effect, I took a bump into the swimming pool with all my nice clothes on, which was funny <laughs> at the time, but my leg chafage from walking around the rest of the night in wet clothes <laughs> was a little bit. <laughs> in fact, I remember. <laughs> I had the worst chafed legs from walking around in wet clothes the rest of the night. And if you watch the resurrection of Jake the Snake Roberts, they're interviewing Dusty Rhodes and as I mean Dustin Rhodes in the and in the background I'm walking by on the sidewalk, literally waddling because I remembered how painful my legs were. You can see me waddling behind me. Oh. oh, that's awesome. Oh. <laughs> but uh no that's so awesome. that that was fun. That was fun. It was good times. And you know what? COVID's been a bitch and it's turned everything difficult. But I got to tell you, once this is uh, all over with, I really hope to connect with you guys again. And maybe we can all find ourselves in the same place uh, sometime uh, because I really do miss talking to you guys and, and, and chatting. And uh, I'm not good at reaching out. So hopefully I'll try to get where you are sometime in the near future. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, the uh, maybe we can all end up at the uh, the retreat one year. That'd be nice. Absolutely, I got a couple cannonballs left in me. <laughs> <laughs> Good work. Um, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna try to wrap things up now. I know you've been working hard, and I appreciate you uh, you know carving out an hour to talk to us. And it's good to catch up. And and Katie sends her love. By the way, she uh, she said yeah. she misses seeing you. Yeah, Delora said hi. Yes, absolutely. Uh, she's still uh, uh, here. Uh, Stockholm Syndrome works, so we're good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. But no, man, it was good to talk to you, and congratulations on everything. And, and you know, do you want to throw out that uh, Instagram page so people can check out your art if they want to order a picture of a dog or me or whatever? Yeah, just just do search for Robert M. Artwork, and uh, you'll find me. Uh, absolutely. I, you know, I probably... Uh, I would I would give the exact thing, but I can't remember it because I, I don't actually I don't ever look for it. So <laughs> no, that's that's good. You know, you do amazing work, and and I've said this before. You're the the cornerstone of this company, and all the hard work you put in over the years, it, it's uh, it's appreciated. And I don't know how you do it. I couldn't do it, <laughs> but uh, you do a great job, and we appreciate you. We appreciate starting the show and maintaining it for so many years, and. And uh, hand, like I said, handing it to me to drive into the side of a <laughs> bridge embankment. But uh, thankfully, Crystal's the, the 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 voice of reason that keeps us on the road. Uh, but we've had yeah. a lot of fun, and uh, come back anytime, man. Yeah, having you over here. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I thought it was interesting that you had to go to Canada to find someone who was nice to you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, Robert. That's stereotyping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it only, but it's true. Uh, I'm, oh, I'm the man. only person that could turn that could get a Canadian person to cuss me out. Probably, <laughs> give it time. <laughs> well, there you go. All right, 
Well, it was awesome. The first uh, show of the new year, DDPY, uh, DDPRadio.com. Uh, great to have Robert back here. And uh, we started out with a bang and uh, 2021. I'm not going to say anything about this being the best year ever or this is going to be such a good year. I learned from the past not to mention that. But uh, <laughs> we can all try. <laughs> we'll try to get through this best we can, keep ourselves intact, and hopefully just try to be decent to each other. It's been a couple ugly couple of years and if uh, I can compliment Robert, I'm sure that we can find it in our hearts to uh, be good to each other. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> thank you guys for uh, for checking it out, and thank you Robert for coming back on. And uh, always fun to hear from you. And I'm sure you, uh, we'll be talking soon. And Crystal, we're gonna yeah. need your help with a with a quote to fire us through this week and fire us all the way uh, through 2021 and get us off to a good start. Let's hear oh. some. Uh, Canadian quote master, uh, the good stuff. Geez, nothing like pressure. Um, So the quote this week is from Mike Dooley, and the quote is, just do your best. It'll always be enough, and leave the past always for your biographers. Ooh, that's that's a good one. Yeah, I like that one. It's good. That's awesome. Yeah, it is good. What what, what if you're, I'm writing an autobiography. Yeah, you're on your own, Mullins. <laughs> you know, so real quick, I, I don't, saw, don't look I, back. You're not going that way, <laughs> right? <laughs> I heard, uh, I heard a comedian. It was a female comedian. Her name is Taylor Tomlinson, and she made a joke about these like 20 year olds, like pop stars, writing their autobiography. And she's like, "You can't write an autobiography at 20 years old. You got to earn your biography." <laughs> you know, it's uh, <laughs> right. It's it's just funny. So, all right. Well, that's enough of my tomfoolery. Thank you, Crystal. Thank you, Robert. Thank this was a fun show Thanks, and Robert. a great way to kick off 2021. Robert M. Art on Instagram and also just everything he does in the community. So uh, he's always around and always uh, working on something cool. So we appreciate you, man. And we'll talk to you guys soon. 2021, let's do this. We'll see you guys later. Another episode of DDP Radio live at ddpradio.com. Also, iTunes, Stitcher, and everywhere you find your favorite podcast. We'll see you guys next week with a brand new episode. We'll see you guys. Have a good one. Check this today, man. That was a great workout, man. The powerbomb set up by Paige. Oh! He did a diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond cutter out of the powerbomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and, most importantly, own your life. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.